And how we doing? This is the very first episode of the Indica Jewels podcast. I figured it's time that I started I started this podcast already. Been talking it up way too much lately. And I just need to shut up and just start recording. So this is what I'm doing. My very first episode is more just an introductory of who I am. Now, I go by the name of Jules. I'm in my 30s. I've been smoking cannabis for the better part of on and off probably 15 years. But it wasn't a big... I stopped for a long time. And then I picked it up again. Um, about before my before my wife was pregnant with our with what was going to be our second um, so it, it's a whole big thing I would have to that's for another episode entirely um, I would say probably this has become more of a lifestyle for me doing it every day medicating every day for about five years now um and i have no shame in that i figured for for us to get rid of the stigma and to able to you know function in society without people hovering over us or people acting as if we are less than they are because we consume a substance that has mind-altering mind-altering chemicals that bind with our body naturally so I gave up I gave up on people's perception a long time ago so I sit here making a podcast I really wanted to talk about my when I first got back into it what 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 was the actual event that actually brought me back into cannabis and how it you know how I was able how I'm able now to have a symbiotic relationship as as hippie as that sounds that's how I feel with cannabis that I have a symbiotic relationship and I feel as though we all have symbiotic relationships to anything that grows on this earth so in hindsight I'm making sense <laughs> but anyway the very first one I'm, yeah this is going to be somewhat of a story um, not too long hopefully it's going to be a kind of a short episode I kind of just wanted people to hear my voice and to hear what I gotta say hopefully I don't go off too top, go off go off too much off topic so we shall see first time kind of doing this seeing it all over but doing it is a huge difference so here we go i went to i was invited i was part of the um i was part of the groomsman party now i have new i had new this is my my one of best friends my best friend edwin he was getting married we were part of the groomsman party so we had a bachelor party we ended up actually having a bachelor party weekend and we went to New Orleans. Now, New Orleans is it's a lot of fun. 
but the cannabis laws down there are damn near draconian just like there are in pretty much any state that you could possibly be in me being in the Lone Star State it's definitely make things uh, a little harder to get but not entirely when there's a will there's a way and you know it now we were in New Orleans we had pretty we had the first couple of nights we, we were having fun it wasn't until the I want to say the second or third night I want to say probably the third night we I want, damn am I that burnt out no I can't be um, I'm going to say probably the second night because I don't know if we were just there for three days I don't know. That entire trip was was a blur. You get I, this is one of the instances where I remember things in detail as much as I possibly can because it was it was a it was an experience that you don't forget. You know my my you know my boy's um you know soon to be brother in law was with us on this trip and. We had went to a casino. Oh, there's a Harris in the there's a Harris like in the center of the city, um, and you know, my man's gambling, doing his shit, and then we get approached by some random dude, you know, and he's just you know he's he's doing his thing, he's hustling, he's and he he wants to know if we wanted to buy if we wanted to buy off of him, you know, me, I wasn't even thinking about that. But I put a little money towards it. Obviously, you gotta put, you gotta always gotta put five on it. You, unless you got no money, you gotta put five on it. That's that's just how my my opinion is. Unless it's being gifted to you or someone says, "Hey, man, hit this," and they bless you. That's that's different. But when you're gonna partake and you're gonna be smoking with them, and really, I was the only one, so I put. I put 20 bucks 20 bucks in and we went back to the hostel we were staying at and <laughs> he rolled this thing up. I believe it was a blunt. I believe it was he rolled it in a swisher paper. I believe it was flavored. I wouldn't say grape. I don't know for sure it wasn't grape. I can tell. Um but when I hit it the first time I was surprised I gave it a baby hit because I hadn't hit that thing in a long. I haven't hit. I have not hit a joint, a blunt in forever. So I hit that. Hit it once. You cough, obviously. I went back for another. I'm going to tell you by the third or fourth um, hit. Oh, <laughs> I, a little more context. We were in the hostel. We were outside of the. Um, it was a little area outside of the hostel where you can actually sit down. Little patio areas. It, it was actually really cute, really cool. And I, I wish I can go. I want to really actually want to go back there and just go back there with friends. Um, but we we're we're sitting here. And we're talking to two. Um, I believe um, two Australian girls. I'm married, so it really, I'm just talking. I'm just talking and get to know you. How you doing? You know, I'm more of a friendly person. Um, but by the by the third or fourth hit, I was starting to feel it. Oh, the first hit. By the first hit, I was feeling it. I'm not going to lie. The second hit, 
nothing. Third, and then the fourth one, uh, as I took that inhale and blew that shit out. It hit me like a goddamn freight train. <laughs> I'm I'm having an out of body experience. I'm looking down upon myself, going, "Damn, boy, you clapped." <laughs> I was I was dying internally. I was dying internally. I was laughing. I was just like, "Jesus, my man is clapped." Like, and then I lost all sense of time. I was completely, um, I was high as shit. I was extremely high, but it was really good. It, it, I'm not gonna lie. I'm jumping too far ahead. It was, it was definitely a good night. But um, I went by the seventh hit. I was like, I'm done, dude. I can't do anything. Like, you good? He's like, I'm Gucci. I'm just like, damn, I hate you. The man knew his shit. The man, the man can handle his shit. Sort of like how I can do it now, but back then, shit, I was a virgin. Not a virgin, but I was like, I was just getting back on the bicycle. It's different. So I go upstairs because I'm panicking. I haven't felt I haven't felt this way in a long time, or even at all at this point. Because my first couple of times, I would get the buzz, but I wouldn't get like the actual like full on effects. I got the full-on effects. At first, you think you're dying. I went to my thing, and I'm just sitting there going like, everything was going one-fourth the speed. If y'all seen the movie uh, Dread, and he was, you know, the the was it the the people that were producing the uh, the slow-mo inhalers? It felt like that. Like that shit was crazy. If it, it felt it felt trippy in hindsight, but. At, at the moment, shit, I was, I was scared as shit. It wasn't until my my boy Trevor goes, "Yo, get your ass up, let's go, we're going out." That wasn't until I finally just fucking got up, and then I felt a little bit different. And then I went in the, and then I went. We were in the other uh, other room because we had like two rooms adjacent to each other. Um, so I don't think it was adjacent. I think you know we had one room and then it was over. It wasn't connected, but it was Jason. It was something like that. It was down down the hall basically. It wasn't even that far away. But I digress. Went in the room. People were just bullshitting and shit like that. We were just talking, you know, figuring out what the hell we're gonna do for the night. And I'm visibly high. Like everyone knows it. They're making fun of me. At this point, I really didn't give a shit. I was in a, such a good mood. Motherfuckers could have been making fun of everything about me. Motherfuckers could have pants me. I could have fucking laughed at that myself. I was having a good time. Like it was that part where it just transitioned. This whole little thing where I was laying and laying on my bed was probably for about 30 minutes. 30 minutes and I was like, yo, I ain't ain't going nowhere tonight. I'm I'm fucking done. And I was glad that my boy Trevor freaking like just got me up because then I I was able to feel the the effects, you know, the full effects when I went out and, you know, interacted with people. That's when I, that's when I like had like, um, that's when I finally really realized that why people smoke weed. And why I saw, I finally saw the appeal. Because back then I was just doing it. You know, it was peer pressure. It was it was curiosity, really. But now I understood it. 
I understood the appeal. I understood why people did. I didn't do it for a while, but it was an event in my life where I finally realized and I had that aha moment. It wasn't until um, I I started working for a company we all know at Enterprise Rent a Car. I was a service agent for about seven years. You know, just a low level, low level service agent. Um, but I knew my shit. Um, besides the point. Besides the point. But um, I had an assistant manager. Um, at the time, he had a little, a uh, little one, little one hitter with uh, a with a little dugout. You don't see those much anymore, which is like awesome to see. But I was intrigued. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, you want some? So I, he put, he goes. You know how dugouts work and how one hitters work. He just goes in there. It's already grinded up. You put it on the end of the thing. It looks like a cigarette. So it kind of like it disguises the fact that you're smoking weed out in public. Um, this was all in. This was in New York. You know, my job is in my job was in New York. Um, I lived on I lived on Long Island, so you know, shout out to Long Island people. Um, freaking, we're hitting this, and I we hit it twice. I hit it twice off his thing, and he's like, "Yo, have, have you know, have a good night, blah blah blah." I was lit. I was lit, but I was I was self aware that I was lit. I was self aware that I was that I was high. And I went home and I felt great. And at that time, my um, my sister, unbeknownst to me, was dating this guy that we had, a, dating this guy who ends up now being a friend of mine now, good friend, um, who ends up dating, without my knowledge, and apparently... He's a smoker. He used to be a smoker. He wasn't really smoking that much. And then he started smoking um, as time went on. As time went on and shit like that. Um, I think I probably influenced him to go back. But then again, I can't take credit for that. Everyone makes their own choices. So that experience with the whole, with my assistant manager and everything like that, that brought me. That was that was I wouldn't say the camera broke the, I wouldn't say the I don't know how they say that expression right now I don't want to fuck it up the whatever it was the straw the camel the, the straw that broke the camel's back I believe that's what it's called um and freaking I started looking for it I started and I realized that it was just access that I was that I was really looking for I didn't have the access so at that point I started looking but those two experiences is what brought me into the world of cannabis and into the lifestyle that I now lead with cannabis. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as I did recording it. Um, it only allowed me to record for 30 minutes, so I'm just going to go off now. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back for episode two. Been writing for that one for a little bit. (laughs) I can't wait. Y'all have a good day. Peace.